Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited for you to join us today. To find out more about us, visit highway.com.au. Fantastic. Hey, great to see you out tonight. And um, yeah, wow. Interesting days, hey? Interesting times we live in and times to be the church, times to build our faith. You know, when you look back over your life, um, it's the hardest times the challenges that you went through that built you the, the most. You know, the easy day, we all love the easy day, but it won't build you. It won't build you. But the challenging day, and we're living in challenging days where, you know, if you ever had an excuse not to come to church, today's the day. Amen? But to stand up and say, now, wait a minute. How God is greater than, than anything else. And I follow him, I believe in him. You know, um, it's great to see these guys, you know, partaking um, in that defining moment in their lives. And it is that, it's, it's, it's a defining moment. That's what water baptism is. It's the outward declaration of an inward transformation that takes place. People don't just come to church one day and think, you know what, I'll get water baptised. No, no, it's... it's um, it's, it's maybe prompted by the Holy Spirit, but there comes a time when something happens and you know, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make that decision. It's a well-thought-out decision. You study it. You learn about it. It's the next step for every believer, and it's not taken lightly. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a point in a person's life where they discover that God is real. They discover that this, this whole God, you know, um, is a reality. And um, for some, it's in a meeting like this. You might be sitting here tonight, never been a church person, never coming to church, but something might touch your life tonight where you think, wait a minute, there's something in this. There's, there's something about this God they're talking about that I'm discovering is real. I mean, that's, I mean, that's what happened you know, to me. It, it could come from a supernatural encounter that you have where you know that, whoa, wait a minute, that was a miracle. There's no way that would have happened in the natural. That was supernatural. Well, maybe this God stuff is real. Because, see, that's what happened to me. I wasn't looking for church. I wasn't looking for God. I actually said one prayer to get a, a, some crazy Christian off my back. <laughs> my plan was that I would tell him, yeah, well, look, I said the prayer, nothing happened. And uh, so leave me alone. Right? That was my plan. But you know, I said the prayer and within a week, I went from an absolute alcoholic to totally clean. In a week. No DTs, no withdrawal symptoms, nothing. And if you know anything about alcoholism, coming off that, more people die coming off alcoholism than they do heroin. Because alcoholism affects every organ in your body. It's a terrible thing in one week and no symptoms. And I'm like, whoa, this God stuff must be real. Something supernatural happened to my life and it's like, well, okay, I better check this out because God is real. And when you discover that he's real, you say yes to that and the journey begins. It begins from that point, from wherever you're at. Now, for me, church was a totally new experience. I'd never been to church my whole life. So coming into an atmosphere 
of people praising and shouting and clapping and yelling and like, whoa, you know, this, that was different. That was different. So there was a lot for me to learn. So I came in and I said yes. And I started to look around and I started to learn and to study and I realised that this was my next step. This was at the point that I realised, wait a minute, not only is God real, but this is so good, I'm prepared to stand publicly in front of family and friends and declare He is the Lord of my life. Now, if you knew me back then, that was a big deal. That was a big deal. Remember, honey, we got baptised in the foyer of Southside Church. Big old steel tank. But we were prepared to do that because, wait a minute, we're going to follow Jesus. We're not just going to come to church and attend church. We're going to follow Jesus. It's an incredibly powerful, a defining moment. There comes that point where you're totally convinced. You're totally convinced that God is real. And that's the course that I've chosen for the rest of my life. The thing I love about it the most is that it, it gives you a brand new start. It gives you a brand new start. I want you to hear that tonight. Because in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, it says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, and the new is here. That's what all this is about, folks. That's what all this is about. First thing I love about it is in, in verse 17, it's just, it's open to all. It says, if anyone. If anyone. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter your background. I love the gospel because it gives us an opportunity to say yes to Jesus. And if you look through the Gospels and you read all about the people who followed Jesus, they were from all different walks of life. We know that Peter and his brothers were fishermen. We know that Matthew, the disciple, was a tax collector. We know Luke was a doctor. But we know very little about their early years. It's the same with Jesus. We know very little about the childhood of Jesus Christ. And there's a reason for that. Because the Jews believed that it was the last three or four years of a person's life and how they died that defined their character. That's what they believed. So they didn't record. Or if, if you were maybe someone real important, then they may record your birth as they did in the case of Jesus. And I love that. You know why? Because it tells me, it tells me that regardless of my mistakes that I've made in the past, I'm not disqualified from a brand new start. I'm not disqualified. If they're going to look at the last three or four years of my life, you know, then it doesn't matter what I've done now. It matters what I do today and from today on. It matters how I live my life. I can have a brand new life, a brand new start right now. And you might be sitting there thinking, well, why don't we wait till the last three or four years? <laughs> I thought about it. Because we don't know when we're going to die. And I went, oh, that's right. 
We don't know when we're going to die. So we just got to start today and build a brand new life, amen? Have a brand new start. Everybody deserves another chance. Now, even the Jews understood that it's not our mistakes that define us, but what we build from the broken pieces, that defines us. You hear me tonight? It's not the mistakes that we've made that define us, but what we build from the broken pieces that defines us. Everybody deserves that second chance. And you're sitting here tonight, I'm telling you, if you're prepared to say yes, yes to Jesus. Because it's not how we start, it's how we finish. It's not how we start, it's how we finish that God's interested in. Jesus said in Matthew 11, 28, 30, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. So this is a brand new start, open to all, if anyone. If anyone, it's open to all. All you have to do is say yes and the journey begins. But there is a qualifier, as there always is in every contract. There is a qualifier. You've got to do it in Christ. In that chapter, in that verse of Scripture, if anyone is in Christ, that's, that's the qualifier. If anyone is in Christ, it's like having a do-over. It's like having a do-over with your life, only this time you get a life coach who can train you along the way. Make sure you succeed. I've always believed we should have had two lives. One, we can make the mistakes, right? And then the next life, we can have a nice life because we've learned from our mistakes. doesn't work that way. We only get one life. It's amazing to look back over your life and, and look at the mistakes you made, but at the time you thought, nah, this, is, this makes perfect sense. Nah, this, this has got to work. This is a no-brainer. Everybody knows that. Wrong. <laughs> the only challenge that I have to do now is, is to do it. Is to do it. You see, James 1.22 tells us, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Just what I love about being in Christ. His way is perfect. It works every time. If I'm prepared to do it his way, then I know I'm going to succeed. Now, before I didn't know him, I, I, you know, I had an excuse. I had no one to teach me. I had no one to show me a better way, but now, now I see it clearly. And you have to look at, at high-level athletes and you'll notice that they all have a coach. Some of them have more than one coach. Is that right? You know, when, when you reach, and I tell you, that's God's plan for your life. And yet as human beings, we believe that we can live an A-grade life and do it all on our own, without a coach. We're kidding ourselves, amen? We are fooling ourselves 
to think that we can live the perfect life on our own. It's not going to happen. We need a coach. We need a coach. When I first started to follow Christ, I, you know, I came into this church life and it was so different. And, but, you know, I, I listened to the word and it just made sense. It was like every Sunday was a revelation to me. It just made sense. And I remember saying to myself once, I remember, I remember saying, why didn't I know about this? Why didn't I know about this before? And the reason was, was because I never had a coach. I never had anyone to model it. I never had anyone, you know, to, to show me this brand new life and how it works in Christ. It's so awesome. I mean, you know, my, uh, my advisors, my role models, my coaches lived in as, you know, a deeper hole as me. I mean, seriously, I mean, my parents were alcoholics, died in their early 50s. What were they going to teach me? I never saw my dad till after the pub shut 10 o'clock every night. So what's he going to teach me about being a father, being a husband? My mother sat on a couch the last 10 or so years that I remember. She lived on that couch and just drank. What was she teaching me about success and being a winner and living a life that, you know, the generations will call you blessed? Amen. Jesus worded it this way. He said that in Matthew 15, 14, leave them, they are blind guides. If the blind lead the blind, both will fall into a pit. Amen. And that's, that's my history. From generation to generation to generation, blind guides following each other into a pit. but not in Christ because he knows how you can win. He knows how you can have a brand new start and you can have an incredible life in him. You can have happiness and joy and success and challenges, but also victory in the challenges. You're not going to have a life without challenges. But to come out the other side stronger, more powerful, full of faith, be able to be that, you know, that city on a hill, the light that dispels the darkness. What a privilege that is. But it only happens in Christ. So start the do-over today. Start the do-over today. Just say yes and you can build something fantastic with your life because number three tells me we're a new creation. We're a new creation. Look at this. If anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. You're a new creation. And this is the hardest thing. This is the hardest thing that I, I ever had to get my head around. Because I knew me from before. Right? And so anything I did was always governed by who I was in the past. I judged myself continually by what happened in the past until I got the revelation, wait a minute, I'm a new creation. I'm not bound by my mistakes. I'm not bound by my past. In Christ, I'm a new creation, brand new, brand new start. 
powerful. The old is gone and the new is here. So the people that come out of the waters of baptism tonight have a choice to make. They've got a choice. They, they can embrace the new life in Christ or add some religion to the old life. Listen to me. They can embrace the new life, the new creation in Christ, or they can add some religion to the old life. That's a challenge, isn't it? They can retain the old way of thinking or embrace the new way of thinking. What does Romans 12, 2 tell us? Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The renewing of your mind. Why? Because your mind remembers the old life. And isn't holding back reminding you of a few things. Amen? If we let it. And it's a discipline we've got to work at. It's a discipline we've got to work at. So that when the old mind thinking starts to happen, you just tell it, hey, pal, you got the wrong address. That guy don't live here anymore. The guy who did that thing doesn't live anymore. He, he's a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. I need to embrace that in here. Now, you're thinking through your judicial training in the system of this world. Wait a minute. You don't get off that easy. Well, actually, we never got off easy because Christ paid the price and it wasn't cheap. It wasn't cheap. It's not anything that I can do to deserve this new life, this new creation. I, I don't deserve that. But because he paid the price, because I was buried with him in this tank and then I rose up out of it, it's a brand new start. Amen? You've got to think that way. Don't keep punishing yourself. So when negativity invades my thoughts, when depression comes, when discouragement comes, you just send it packing. Say, wait a minute, that's not me. It's a different address. That's somebody else. I'm a new creation in Christ. I've got a brand new start. Don't you hinder me with that. That's old news. Get a life in Christ. We should get T-shirts done then. You get a new, get a life, yeah, in Christ. So it works. See, I'm not a gardener. Annie will tell you that. She will testify. I thought I'd get rid of the weeds before I went on holidays in January. I thought I'll just spray them. I'll come back and. And all the weeds will be gone. No, all the cooch left. And the weeds flourished. Stinking weeds. They never stop growing. They never stop growing. I can kill them, I can cut them back. I think, I think paspalum is the devil's favourite flower. That stuff will not die. Flippin' tough as nails. 
I'd dig them out. I'd poison them. But they seemed to keep coming back. And it reminded me, this is how I deal with my, my new mindset. You know when that old negative thinking starts to hit my brain, you know, like 150 times a day. I've got this new saying, I've got this discipline I've started. And I say to myself, as soon as I start to think something negative, something, you know, not good, all of a sudden I say to myself, hey, don't feed the weeds. <laughs> don't feed the weeds, Byron. Don't you feed them weeds. They will grow and I get it out of my head. And it'll come back. Don't feed the weeds. You, you could read my lips sometimes. <laughs> now, only you know what I'm saying, other people. You with me? But it's, it's it, renewing of the mind. Why? Because that ain't me anymore. I'm a new creation. I'm not feeding weeds. I'm going turf. Blue cooch. It's pathetic, isn't it, though? <laughs> she means it in love, honestly, she does. Don't feed the weeds. You get that negative thought in your head, don't feed the weeds. I ain't feeding weeds. Who likes weeds? Nobody. Nobody. But why do we feed them? I'm not feeding the weeds. I'm not feeding that negative thought. I'm not feeding that discouragement. I'm not feeding that pity party that I deserve. <laughs> I'm going to sacrifice that sucker. I'm going to put that, I'm going to drown it. I'm going to hold it under till the last breath of air is in that thing. It's gone. It's the bottom of the tank. You, you can have a brand new start. You can have a brand new start. That's good news for someone here tonight. All you've got to do is say yes. And the journey begins. I'm going to ask you tonight, straight out, flat out, straight to your face. You want a brand new start? Is that you? If you don't know what I'm talking about, if you don't know what Christ is all about, what Jesus did for you, if you don't know that and you're thinking, well, you know what, I could do with a do-over. I could do with a coach. I could do with a brand new start. Well, now. Let's do it now. Where are you? Give me a wave. I'll talk to you afterwards. I won't embarrass you, but give me a wave so I know who you are. Where are you? Brand new start. Where do you get that? You don't get that at Woolies. Can't go through the checkout and say, I'll have two brand new starts, thanks. <laughs> no, you get it here and you get it now. It'll last the rest of your life if you, if, you, if you work it right in Christ. Where are you? Give me a wave. Come on. If you're here, if you don't know Christ, you want a brand new start, let me see it. Have you got the courage to do that? You won't be water baptised. It's going to take a while for you to really grasp a hold of the, the teaching on that, the learning on that, but then that'll be the next step. But this is the first one. It starts tonight. Don't put up with it anymore. Where are you? Give me a brand new start. Come on. Let me see it. You got the courage? I promise you won't regret it. 
I know there are people here. I don't know everybody here, but I know there's people. I feel it. I feel it in my spirit. I know when God talks to me about that. Where are you? I don't, I don't know where you are. Come on, let, say, that's me. Straight up, straight down. We won't make a fuss of it, but where are you? Come on. Where are you? Over here, champion? No, there's others. Thank you, man. I'll talk to you after. There's others. Where are you? I'm not waiting. Yeah, I will wait. Because you're worth it. Where are you? Come on. Oh, I'm feeling up the back there. Thanks, champion. Somebody else. I think there's two more. I think there's two more. Where are you? Come on. Come on. This is life-changing stuff. This is the greatest opportunity. Sir, thank you. Is there one more? One more down here. Thank you. Come on, give the Lord a hand tonight. Where's Pastor Dan? Come on up. 